Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere as we are back at it on a Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. You have stumbled upon the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G radio on a great, wonderful weekend. We have begun the month of April. Well, actually that was yesterday. We began the month of April and here we are on a Saturday back at it and smoke weed every day. No, that's not, that's the wrong show. Uh, that's the wrong show. And I realized though, Danny on the podcast, it's not like terrestrial radio Nobody can stumble upon us. You have to go out of your way to listen to the show. You can't just like, how would you stumble into the podcast? It's, uh, to me, there's no way to do that. So it's a different dynamic. Yes. 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 What a great week it was, Ben. Now, I'm not sure if you won one for saying coochie. Coochie. But look, <laughs> it, it's a lot of bling. It's probably hurting your eyes because it's so shiny. But look what I'm holding up right now. Oh my God. Look at that. That is unbelievable. Where did you get that? Is that my first ever Benny? Oh, congratulations. And well-earned, uh, well-earned, yeah. might I add. Uh, I would like to start by thanking my mom. It all started when I was two years old. Yeah. You got a little passion. You had Mr. Microphone. 
She dropped me on my head. (laughs) (laughs) And the rest is history. The rest is history. Here we are all these years later. And you're Uh, like, why didn't I become a doctor or a lawyer? What, What am I doing here? I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Thank you. Thank you, Maller Militia. Yeah, they love you, Danny G. Congratulations. You beat out the entire field. Very competitive field. Man. And you are the king of the fill-ins. That was a title Jonas Knox had for a long time. We don't need to bring Jonas in. And then now he's no longer a fill-in. So you have now replaced him as the king and the Maller Militia. They love you. They, they just, it's, it's just love is what it is, clearly. Anyway, so on this edition of the Fifth Hour, we've got the Garage Mirage, Pissing in the Wind, and we've got Fertilizer, Back Scratcher, maybe even some Pop Quiz, depending on time. You know, even though it's a podcast, we've got things to do, places to go, people to see, right? We don't have all day here. And plus, if a podcast is too long, who's going to listen to all this? It, It just boring. Nobody wants that, right, Danny? Exactly. Even our family members are like, uh, can you keep it to 45 minutes, please? Yeah, yeah. You can't go too long. Uh, and with all the commercials, that's like two hours, right? That's like two hours with all the commercials. <laughs> Just the weight loss commercial alone. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, so since August of last year, uh, we've documented this on the podcast, The Life of Maller, the Saturday staple, and Life of Danny G. So over the last uh, eight months, uh, I have been overwhelmed with stuff. Uh, my pops passed away the, the second day of 2021, and he had his entire life's worth of belongings that he left behind. And we all leave stuff behind, but also my mom's stuff. They've been married for many years. My mom passed away a number of years ago. And my my dad, God love him. He left everything my mom left behind there. And so I had everything for both my parents. My brothers are in the, the other parts of the country than I, where I am in L.A. They're in the Midwest and the East Coast. And so I have been the one to try to navigate my way, try to figure out what's going on here with the, uh, the wife. And so not to mention, Danny, moving twice over the last uh, year. We moved from the uh, Maller Mansion, which you were at a couple of times for the holiday party, to the... Yep halfway house where Bella got eaten by a coyote and survived, got the last laugh. Then we went to the newly decked out Maller mansion in the North woods. And so this entire time is like what to keep, what to toss away. And these are very tough decisions uh, that, you know, tear the place apart. Some of these belongings, I, I look at them and then Danny, they're like my, not mine. They were my parents pride and joy. And it's hard to see that stuff. Just go to a landfill, get a little sappy and sentimental. I realize that everything we own will eventually end up in a landfill. I understand that. Uh, but then I was like, well, my mom used to say, you know, life is for the living. Life goes on. All those things that parents say. So, but anyway, it's been a bleeping nightmare. Every weekend since August, I have spent part or all of my weekend going bit by bit through this crap that I've had to dig through. And literally dig through, like up to the ceiling in the garage, and we got storage sheds, and you name it. It is a man-made debacle, and uh, just just disaster. So finally, last week was different than every other day. My wife decided, you know what? Let's work smarter, not harder. And she hired a uh, a guy that had worked at the house 
helping to renovate, kind of fix things up here to go and sort through the garage. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is amazing. This is the great miracle of the garage in one day, in one day, while I was working, getting ready for the show and then doing the show and all that stuff, uh, everything had been taken out, done inventory of organized stuff had been thrown away, cleaned up. And it took about eight hours of hard labor, but I witnessed the garage mirage. Voila, Danny G. Presto. Mm. Amazing. I'm still shocked by this. That means, though, after finally getting some work done, there's some power issues that have to be fixed. So once an electrician, a licensed electrician, comes over to make sure the house doesn't burn down from an electrical fire, uh, I will be back on my beloved treadmill that I have not had. It's been buried, piles of stuff on top of it. So I, I got a treadmill a while back. That was actually before COVID. And, uh, and I haven't been able to use the thing since August. So the garage mirage, Danny G, saving the day. Saving the day. Was it weird having somebody else touch the Maller Museum? <laughs> things, yeah. or, or were you kind of uh, supervising? I, I was making sure the person didn't, you know, uh, get out of there with anything. But then, no, it was it was fine. I mean, it's okay. A lot of the stuff was very old, and it's one of those things. It's like out of sight, out of mind, kind of. You know, you know it's there, but if you don't see it, now it's gone. You're like, well, you feel better about it. You're like, well, something happened to it, but I don't really know what happened to it. Maybe it just vanished into thin air. You have no idea. You know, maybe a magician came in there. Houdini. You know, somebody like that. Who knows? I have no idea. But uh, it's all cleaned up now, and I can get my weekends back, which I, I used to never have weekends. I know you right now are going through that, working on the weekends with the radio and stuff and having to duck, juggle everything. And uh, so I, I've been very, very busy here uh, doing stuff. Well, very busy, but apparently not that busy because it took, it took eight hours for stuff that I've, I've taken eight months and I haven't made any real progress. So mm-hmm. who knew? Go figure. Uh, no, I hear you. We've talked about it on the podcast before. When you have a really busy schedule, you have this to-do list that just hangs around, usually on your fridge. And you're like, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. But once you do have a day off or an afternoon off or even a few hours off, you're like, I don't want to fucking do that right now. That's the last thing I want to do. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. It's like, you know, what are, what are we doing here? And, uh, we got it done or I didn't really have anything to do with it. Uh, but, but now, now it's done and we nice. move on and it's all wonderful and all glorious and all that stuff. So hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now you are free to hang clothes back onto the treadmill. Yes, exactly. Free to hang it all back and make it all dirty. And then when I'm ready to meet my maker and head to the pearly gates, I will leave all it, all of it behind. So it's, it's really just rinse, wash, repeat, right? The, the cycle of life, you know, new people come into the, the act and they do the same crap that we did. And, yep. and we do the same crap that our parents did and their parents did. And I bet you wouldn't have done anything like this if mom and dad were here. Sometimes the technology changes, but we just pass the baton. We just pass the baton on, right? That's what we do here. It's amazing. What an amazing thing. Uh, anyway, so that was the, um, the garage mirage. Now, 
so after the great garage mirage of 2022, uh, I then pivoted. We, we actually pivoted, turned to the next project. Well, I actually had nothing to do with this also. Uh, so we finally, after eight months of dealing with this, and actually longer than that, you know, the entire year plus a couple of months. So it was like 14 months. So then the, the wife's like, hey, why don't we get to the next project right away, right? right? Like a day later, right away, let's get to the next. And so she said, uh, you know, th there's one bathroom that hasn't been renovated in the, uh, the home we're in here in the Northwoods. And so the, uh, the wife says, you know, let's do it. And so she, we had purchased like a bunch of materials for the, the bathroom, like the, the, the flooring and all that stuff. Like that had been sitting in the garage, but now we had access to it and they've been sitting in the house and stuff. Anyway, that was back in August. So what the heck? So a friend of a friend, Danny, was brought in because I don't know how to do any of this stuff. We don't know. And so brought in to do the labor, like the hard work, the heavy lift. Friend of the family. A new friend of the family. And he's got a full-time gig elsewhere. So he can only come a few days a week. You know what this means, Danny? This is going to take eight months, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you know, work a couple of days a week, but he's uh, the rate. Extended remix. Exactly. You can't beat the rate. Uh, the rate's amazing. Stop it. No, I'm not going to stop it. It's an, an amazing thing. And uh, so he's very kind. He does good work, but he's busy. He's got another job. And so he can only do this a few days a week. So last Sunday, I, we started on Saturday. On Sunday, I wake up to watch the final four, which was well, the final games of the Elite Eight to get to the final four. So I, I mean, these were terrible games anyway. But I wake up and I get a message. I look at my phone, which everyone does when you wake up. You look at your phone. And there's a message there. And it's 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 yells at me, do not use the toilet. Now, do not use the toilet. I'm like, well, wait, <laughs> I'm a normal, normal person. Don't most people when they wake up, the first thing they do is they head to the powder room. That's what they say on HGTV. They call it the powder room. <laughs> right? I mean, am I wrong, Danny? I don't think I'm wrong on that, right? Yeah. First thing I do, I hit the mouthwash. Okay. And, and then I hit the John. Yeah, but some, whether that, you know, vice versa or whatnot, yeah. you're, you're doing that in some order. <laughs> so I spent some time in the comfort station. So this time, I, this day's different. I wake up and, you know, I'm like, I'm a little groggy. I'm like, what's going on here? I know I got to work, get ready for a show at some point here. And uh, anyway, uh, the uh, the wife uh, tells me, uh, listen, something happened. Something happened here. And there's no water in the house. Turns out the guy doing the demo had accidentally in his rush to get the tile off the floor, the demo part, had hit a hidden water line that was buried kind of in the concrete and kind of against the wall when the house was built. Oh, no. Yeah, so this A caused a big flood, which was the first problem, the great Maller flood of 2022, <laughs> which then led to the water being shut off. So couldn't use the toilets, couldn't take a shower, couldn't do any of that stuff. You don't realize how much water you need until you don't have it. And uh, anyways, they're like, okay, the water's off. Well, fine, let's call a plumber. What's Sunday? You know how much an emergency plumber charges on a sunday more than we get paid damn right damn right i i don't get paid that much to do a radio show anyway so these these guys were charging an arm and a leg literally an arm and a leg a fortune 
just to show up, not even to repair what's ever damaged, but just to show up. So we made a tactical decision that we would wait until the following day on Monday because then it would be a more reasonable price. It would be the same job, but they wouldn't charge the emergency rate because it was during business hours and all that stuff. Tell me you drove down the street to use Burger King's bathroom. Uh, well, I will see that's where the story takes a turn. So that meant that Sunday, all day Sunday, and the better part of Monday, I was literally and figuratively Danny G pissing in the North Woods. I was pissing in the wind is what I was doing, which I will point out, not a problem during the day, not a problem during the day. But at night, the degree of difficulty went up tremendously. At night, you think it'd be the other way because nobody can see. You don't have to worry about that. But you don't know where you're stepping, and you don't know which direction the wind's blowing. As you know, you don't want to be downwind when you're when you're relieving yourself there. You're pissing in the wind. And uh, anyway, it was it was interesting. I did go to uh, the local grocery store. I did some shopping which I didn't actually buy anything. I just walked in there, looked like I was shopping. <laughs> and then I made my way, Danny, eventually to the little boy's room there. Aisle number two, aisle yeah. number two. That's right, aisle number two. That is correct. <laughs> and I was worried about those little critters and all that. And then the water got turned back on. The, the thing was fixed. The plumber did a good job. But the water pressure was not good. Oh, and no. Was, yeah, it turns out that when you turn the water on, you got to turn it all the way on. We had only turned it like partially on. So there's that sweet spot, Danny. I should know. My grandfather was a plumber. My, my the grandfather I have from Springfield, Mass. was a plumber. And I actually have some of the business signs I have around the house that, you know, that's those are a million years old. But uh, it, it clearly was a recessive gene, and I did not get it. It fell back, the plumbing gene. Uh, and I thought about going on YouTube, but anytime you got you to dig into concrete and stuff like that, I'm like, that's probably above my pay grade. And I don't think there's a YouTube video where pipe breaks, turn off the water, rip up some concrete and, and all that. You know what I'm saying? How much money do you think you wound up saving by pushing it off by one day? I would estimate well, with everything done showing up just the rate the plumber was going to charge i would say three four hundred dollars minimum save minimum save minimum. probably more than that probably more than that. So. those were some expensive pisses in the woods and yeah <laughs> aisle number two stop offs drop offs yeah. i did find a spot in the north woods that was like up against a tree where you know it was kind of hidden so that was my sweet spot that was my my place to uh, relieve myself there right it was wonderful and it uh, wasn't bad like i said during the day it was all right but at, at night it was like ah oh, boy and it keep in mind danny i'm doing the radio show and i'm in the middle of the show and nature calls and i got i got to sprint out to the north woods to you know nobody beats the whiz and uh, <laughs> it was it was interesting it was in uh, definitely interesting so that was my my uh, wonderful weekend, the life of Maller, and uh, I, I guess I was creating fertilizer in a way with some of the stuff I was doing, but not the kind of fertilizer you're talking about. It's a yeah. Different. Yeah. It's funny. I didn't know we'd be on the same theme this week. 
Oh. But yeah. uh, in between classes, I had to run to the ATM to put some cash in. You know, I probably had a 10-minute window. Sometimes you do the math in your head. You're like, all right, down this street, that'll be five minutes. Run to the ATM in front of the bank, that'll take four minutes. So I'm, you know, I'm doing the math. I'm like, I can get to my next class in time. Sure enough, I was late. But I get to the ATM, and I'm, I'm sprinting, okay? Whenever you're in a hurry like that, you notice people who have no care in the world. There was a guy, and he was walking so slow that it made me pause because I, I got jealous. I'm like, here I am running like I'm old school Carl Lewis, and this dude is just walking like he's got no care in the world whatsoever. Just easy going, like Sunday drive kind of stuff. Like, oh, I mean, uh, he was I mean, moving slower than a Sunday morning. Okay. Uh, and I'm jealous. I'm like, man, this is a busy Thursday. This guy is on a slow crawl. I get up to the ATM machine, put my card in. This guy slowly moves his way next to the machine that I'm at. And the, now these ATMs at Bank of America, they were made way pre-COVID. You are standing close enough to the person next to you to where if you reached your arm out, you could touch them. You can light me on fire. Uh, as I'm standing there putting the cash in, I get a strong whiff of fertilizer. And this is not, are you talking body odor? What are we, what are we, is actual I mean, fertilizer? What is it? No, like actual fertilizer. Like a pungent fertilizer. Yeah, as if he did landscaping for you, had it on his boots, and then was tracking it around the town guy was a, a walking uh, fertilizer bag it was great to see poo yes. <laughs> just minding my own business i'm like trying not to look at him and i finish i get my receipt and then i run then i sprint to my car so that i can go be late still <laughs> as i'm driving through the parking lot there's about three or four people surrounding a vehicle and they're walking around it, looking at it curiously, almost like they're at a museum. Parked in the city parking lot is a tractor. Like an actual, like you'd see out in the, in the country. That's my duck. Now I realize. Wow. wow. Now I realize there might be some folks listening and I say folks. Because if you're listening in a state where that's normal, let me assure yeah. you where we are in Southern California, that is not something we see at all. Yeah. Like if you're in Kansas or in Iowa or Oklahoma, like somewhere like that, you're like, ah, this probably happens. Everyone's you are in a metropolis. You are surrounded by concrete as far as you can see. Would that be accurate, Danny? That would be accurate. Now, on the outskirts of the city I live in, I'm sure there are some large properties where a tractor would be needed. So it got me thinking, Ben, where the hell did this dude drive in from? <laughs> That's a great question. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, and obviously, I don't know for sure that that was his tractor, but I kind of put two and two together there. Wow. And then you were, when you got back to class, now you were late for class. So when you showed up, did the crowd go wild or the... <laughs> So Danny G's back. Our yeah, guy Danny G. You'll love this. I had been bringing my Nerf football 
but it's one of those newer Nerf footballs where it's got the hard plastic outside on it. So it's heavier than the old school Nerf. Okay. Okay. So I was hitting kids with the ball, but it was too heavy. It was knocking some of the kindergartners backwards. And I was like, well, this is not going to be nice on the injury reports. (laughs) Um, So I told one of the kids, I'm like, I'm going to dig in the garage and find one of my dodgeballs because those are those really lightweight, squishy balls. <laughs> if they hit you in the head, it bounces right off yeah. and does no damage to your brain. Which you definitely want in dodgeball, squishy balls. Elsewhere, you probably don't want that. Exactly. Yeah. I was able to find one, Ben, yeah. and I brought it with me. So they did chair because they saw me walking up with that dodgeball. And let me tell you, I was headhunting. Blank my blank and blank you. From Thursday to Friday, once they got on that play structure, I was beating kids in the head left and right. (laughs) I started with the troublemakers first, Uh, and I had multiple kills. Nice. Yeah. And and did they get you back at all? Were they able to attack? Oh, no, because if they touched the ball, then they were immediately frozen. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, because their first reaction was to reach and grab the ball to try to throw it back. And I'm like, no, no, no. You touch that ball, you're dead. You die in the game. Yeah. They left it alone. I was the one doing the the head hunting. Well, I love to hear that dodgeball is going on because, you know, there was stories a couple years ago, Danny, that dodgeball had been outlawed and the Mm -hmm. Wolfsters didn't want the dodgeball going on. But that's even for me, I was I was terrible at dodgeball. I was fat kid, you know, easy, easy target, fat kid, dodgeball. But. I have fond memories of playing dodgeball and also some scary ones. You know, it was some of that. But overall, it was a good experience. And I, I fondly remember that. So I think it's it's good that the kids do it. Because the kids, I don't think they become like, I don't know, a-holes with all that stuff until they're a little older, right? Because these are little kids. Yeah, these are little ones. I dress myself. Five-year-olds. But there was one moment in the game that I thought I was going to get shut down. A teacher saw me throw it hard, and I beamed the back of Noah right in the middle of her back. Uh Uh-oh. Now, it wouldn't have been a problem, except she was running away from me, and as she got beamed, she lost her footing, and she fell fell headfirst, but she used her hands nicely to break her fall. Oh, that's good. She got up, looked at her hands. I was like, oh, don't cry. Please don't cry. She looked at her hands, wiped them off, and ran back to the play structure. Good. Yeah. Good. And I was like, because if God. she had started bawling, that teacher that was looking at me would have probably called me over and was like, yeah, I'm not sure about this dodgeball thing you're doing here. I would have said, listen, I've just talked to the former president. Stop it. You got to stop it. You just got to <laughs> knock it off there. Come on, man. It's another former president. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the good. smiles, though, Ben, because they saw that I was giving revenge back to the uh, troublemakers the huge smiles on their faces when i would bean a troublehead kid right in the grill it was awesome nice that is cool i remember when i was in elementary school we had if you were in sixth grade you got to play in the teacher student like they had a kickball game it was a kickball back then and it was okay. the students against the teachers it was awesome. It's like all the, all the, the kids would cheer against the teachers. Yes. And the, and the teachers took it very seriously and wanted to win the game, right? They were totally in it to win it. 
Do you ever play a radio softball game? Did the, any radio station you work at have a softball I, game? Not softball. I did a radio basketball game. We did it annually. It was jocks versus jocks. Get it? Because they call yeah, DJs like, jocks. Sure, yeah. So, But it was against the women's Ventura College basketball team. Well, that's no good. They rubbed our faces in shit in front of this large crowd. <laughs> of course, the crowd's there to see the radio DJs, and this girl's basketball team just straight up embarrassed us on the court. Oh, yeah, of course. They yeah. don't take advantage of you. Uh, well, I, I've never been able to do the radio. None of the radio stations I've worked at have had I did play... Uh, we were supposed to play two-on-two -two basketball. I think we actually did. It was me and this guy, Dave Smith, I was working with. And we played against, it was John Ireland, who's now the voice of the Lakers, and Derek Hall, who's the Diamondbacks president. And it was like a two-on-two -two thing. <laughs> and it was I remember going to the park over in Burbank and practicing <laughs> and spending a lot of time in it. Yeah, it's Moneyball Maller. I don't usually have to practice that much. Wrong. It was a big promotion we had done kind of between the shows and all that stuff. And that was that was long, long ago. So we have the back scratcher, Danny G. Now, this is something we started a few weeks ago. And the way this works, you're a fan of the podcast. You're like, how can we help out the podcast? Well, you got to subscribe. I heard some people last week uh, on social media, Danny, they were busting my balls. They're saying, why was the podcast? It wasn't on the iHeart app. I couldn't, they couldn't find the fifth hour podcast because these are people that would get the podcast on the the Ben Maller feed, and it did not cross over to the Ben Maller feed. Is that accurate, Danny? Is that what happened last weekend? We talked about it at the end of a podcast last week, how our company is switching over to a new company that iHeart bought, and oh. that is the platform that's going to spit out all of the podcasts worldwide that the company does. And so while they're doing the transitioning, our shows were only on the Fifth Hour feed. Okay, so that explains it because people get, I was getting angry messages. They're like, What's wrong, asshole? I want to hear your show and I can't hear your show. Did you, are you lazy? Did you take the weekend off? You're not doing the podcast anymore? What happened? Why can't Danny G do it without you? He can do it. You know, all I'm getting all these kind of messages and I'm like, What the, what the hell? I did the shows. We did them. We talked, 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 talked the entire weekend, show after show after show. And yeah, we never go away. Yeah, and, and trust me, I've got uh, a, a little roadie coming up, but we will have fifth-hour podcast, correct, Danny? We're going to effort that at the end. Oh, of yeah. Timeless podcast, Danny G. Yes. Yes, we will clear the decks. The show must go on. The podcast gods demand. We suck again. So uh, we will have original audio content every weekend imaginable. I'm sure at the end of the year, we'll likely skip a couple, but maybe we'll do evergreen shows then too. You never know. You have no idea. Uh, so anyway, the back scratcher thing is you help us out. We help you out. You scratch our back. We'll scratch your back. That's the way it works. And so the company, the management, for some reason, the people involved in all this think these reviews online are a big deal. I think it's bullshit, but the people in charge, Danny, they think it's very important and they want listeners like you, actual listeners, to go on the podcast page for the fifth hour podcast on the Apple podcast page. So if you type into your search engine, Apple fifth hour, Ben Maller, it'll come up if you can't find it on your own. And so this week we have some more reviews. So good news. There's more people that have sent it, sent in messages. We did not mention these in the past uh, last show. Anyway, uh, the first one comes from sassy Jojo. 
who writes in and says, hey, Ben, I've been listening to Mr. Maller for years. Being retired, Sassy Jojo says, I listen to his radio podcast and the fifth hour because I can't stay up that late. Well, thank you. God bless you. Uh, he has great takes, but is not always right. Well, you didn't have to throw that in there. Sassy Jojo. That's a bad job by you. <laughs> Did he give you two stars? Uh, uh, five stars. He, sa- he says, uh, when he is wrong, you'll never hear of it again. But if he was right, you'll <laughs> never hear the end of it. Wow. <laughs> Very accurate. I learned that from Danny G. That's what I learned that from. Very entertaining and blends in humor and facts and strong opinions. Very bad at his game shows. No, that's wrong. Not bad at the game shows at all. That's right. Uh, I have proof of how bad you are with your Maller maneuvers. Packaging? I don't think so, Ben. Nah, nah, not bad at all. Uh, He says, Edwin Garcia rules the game shows. Good thing the fifth hour doesn't have them. Uh, Give them a listen. It's 60 minutes of entertainment. So a big salute from Sassy. Jojo. Uh, so thank you, Sassy Jojo, for supporting the podcast, even though you're completely wrong. Off the cliff. Very fair. No, not fair at all. Good not job, a, Jojo. Not a bad job by you. Okay, that's a bad job by you. Yeah, you lose. Sorry. But thanks for the review. Uh, J. Cole writes, and I think I might know who this J. Cole is, but maybe not. Uh, says, I listened to a lot of podcasts. This pod was the best. See, he did that on purpose, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. Because <laughs> what he did is he knows that triggers me because the legal definition of the term best is as good as all the rest in that particular category. So That's he right. he knows that by saying this podcast is the best, he's merely, it's like a left-handed compliment. He's like, well, yeah, it's as good as all the other podcasts. Yeah, he might as well have said that our podcast has a lot of momentum right now. Oh, see, that's a, that's another. Th- you know, we, we need to build a better mousetrap. We need to build a better, not best, better podcast. He says, clearly ahead of its time, I'm in the business, and it's my number one choice. Very entertaining. Number one. That's an endorsement right there. All right, next up on the back scratch scratch Jonathan writes in uh, and he says the following good bonus podcast, the regular podcast, the Ben Maller show for weeknights on Fox Sports Radio is great, but this is a bit different and a nice change of pace. How about that? I agree. It's not only is it a Chris Rock free zone this weekend, (laughs) um, but you know, when I tell people about the podcast that are new to it, they tune in thinking you and I are going to talk the same old sports takes that they heard all week long. And that's not what we do on the podcast. No, no, not at all. We're just a couple of guys talking, living our lives uh, the best that we can. See, the best, that means as good as everyone else. You see yeah. right there, that's an example of what I was talking about. Anyway, uh, yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan's post continues. He said, You had momentum going there until you uh, fucked it up. Uh-huh. Uh, change of pace. He says, very good hijinks featuring a charismatic co-host, Danny G. Love it from Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. All right. Last one. We'll get out on this is from Adrian in the Mile High City. He says, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, Ben and Danny G. Make me laugh every podcast. 
The Saturday Life and Times of Mallory is my favorite episode of the weekend. God bless you, uh, Adrian, in the Mile High City. You are a mensch. We appreciate all you guys. So thank you for the messages. And if you'd like to add to this, and we will read your message on the air, good, bad, or ugly, we'll goof on you if you say something nasty. But we need five-star reviews. That helps us out a lot. Keeps the podcast going, makes management happy. It's really just about pacifying our bosses at this point, Danny. Isn't really that what this is about? Yes. See, what it does is Apple takes all of these reviews and then they give you the average. So the bosses love to click on a podcast and see, oh my God, these guys are great. 4.9. They have a 4.9. That's why, if you want to be truthful, give Ben two stars. No. Two no. stars. Flow your rope. <laughs> Knock it off. How dare you? It is nice, though, to hear the behind-the-scenes stories because then you're, like, in this exclusive club. If you were ever to call Ben on his live radio show, you could uh, make mention to Ben pooping inside a grocery store. Yes, yes. Uh, and also, during the middle of a show being broadcast on almost 500 radio stations, going out to piss in the woods. Yeah. Uh, yes, that that happened. <laughs> I didn't tell that story on the air. I, I did not reveal any of that. Now, I did stop drinking water, hoping that would slow down my need to urinate. And it didn't really slow it down that much. I had, had so much water prior. So I, I had so much to drink that it didn't really matter. Yeah, no, great job. You save yourself five hundred dollars with the plumber, but you give yourself kidney stones. Yes. Other than that, you know, you win some, you lose some. Life's a game of give and take, Danny. It's a game of give and take. And uh, we'll put the baby to bed. Uh, Unless you want to, you know, we're short on time. So I don't think we need to get into the uh, the pop quiz. We'll save that for another time. We have a big mailbag, an extended dance remix of the mailbag. We look forward to that every week. The whys, the wherefores, the whole thing. We'll mow that down, mow that lawn down on uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So anything That's else? right. Anything to promote? Uh, anything, any gigs coming up? Any songs? Uh, no gigs to promote, but uh, really quick, uh, my friend Jay in Nashville had a baby last weekend, and as they were listening to the podcast, he and his wife, he oh. had it on his phone as she was giving birth. Mazel tov. That's great. It's a boy yes. or girl? A uh, girl. Now their second oh, girl, girl. Mary Jane, on his daughter's birthday, they had another girl. And they named her Tennessee. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, very cool. cool. They get the yeah. Same. So yeah. both girls have the same birthday. Wow. Yeah. Right. And what I told the, them, what are the odds? Yeah. I, I guess the uh, the conception the uh, conception happened at the same time. Apparently, same kind of pattern there. First yeah. thing I told him is, man, you're going to save a lot of money on birthday parties. Oh, those little girls when they become older are going to hate that, aren't they? I mean, they might like it when they become. I like adults. it. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have a combined birthday party for their entire life. But I guess if their parents do it big, they won't bother them, right? Yeah, and th- how many years apart are they? Are they a couple years apart or one, one year? year apart? Only one year apart. Yeah. So uh, JC and his wife were getting busy. Burger King's bathroom. Congratulations to <laughs> JC. Eh? Locking out the family all in a couple of years. Congratulations. Anyway, have a great rest of your Saturday. We will be back in the Magic Podcast Machine on Sunday. We'll catch you then. See ya. Bye, Felicia.